Welcome to Counterculture Podcast, episode 13. My name's Thane Goldberg. I'm here with Phil Pelkey and Chris Erickson. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash newsbrewsnews. No, backslash Counterculture Pod. Uh, We're at newsbrewsnews on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at counterculturepod at gmail.com. Email. And you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Now, can you just say the Alexa word and it works? Hey, Alexa. You can just say, you can say Alexa, play counterculture podcast, and she will perform said action. She will perform said action. Thane can't wait for the computer age. I can tell. I'm in it. No, no, no. I mean like the full like Android girlfriend experience. No, no. I think I'm fine. That'd be... Come on now. Come on now. You could have your own Lucy Lubot. Why? 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 Why would I... That, was, would one I my, that was one of my favorite episodes of Futurama. This is like, that was no. one of the twisted ones. Well, I never watched Futurama, so well, then you I don't know what you're missed out. Or I didn't. And maybe you did when you were really drunk and just don't remember. Mm, I'm sure I've seen an episode, but it never, never took just like The Simpsons never took. Okay, well, I was also a Simpson watcher, so yeah. that was always the. So it just seemed like the natural step. Mm. There's another one coming. Netflix, I think we I, I saw it. that. I saw that. I was like, boy. That, that looks like it could have some real potential for a... Yeah, it could. We'll Netflix see. is probably... Really, it'll be fine. Netflix is doing a good job. They're kind of... I, w- I was saying I wasn't too happy on the movies this month, but I see the ones... They're releasing their list on for August 2018 tomorrow on the 25th. Get excited. I've, I'm excited. I'm certainly... Mm. I don't DVR as much as I used to, so that's where it's kind of nice. There's no reason to. There's no reason to have cable anymore. I I'm, I tell people that. Some people just don't I like that live TV. All right, so it's been a couple weeks. We've, uh, we took last week off because schedules didn't work. And Thane was sick, and he yeah. said that his voice made him sound like a... No, I, I actually had a... Pre-pubescent young man in a choir. No, that wasn't it. No? It was... I had an ear problem. It felt like I was underwater. It sounded like I was underwater in my left ear for like a full day. It's a merman. Well, yeah. Isn't that like an ear infection? It wasn't an ear infection, though. I went so, to the doctor. And did you do the salt water? I got saline spray for my nose. It's, I guess it's pressure from your sinus cavity can affect your hearing. That can happen, yeah. So, so yeah, it was a bad day. But regardless, we're back this week. This, I believe, is our 52nd episode. I know it doesn't matter, but that means we have done officially one year of podcasts. Now, you know what it's also one year of? What? Today happens to be the one-year Fortnite anniversary. What? One-year Fortnite anniversary? Yeah, it's her birthday. Hers? No, the the game Fortnite. It's It's been out longer than a year. No, I'm telling you, they got it. It's Look it big, up, Chris. How long has Fortnite event. been out? It's a I big event today. No, I think it's been out long. Type Fortnite birthday, and it's... I'm telling you, man. Okay, yeah. anyway. Anyway. I digress. We, we've we missed a little bit of time, and we've missed you. Yeah. A couple of you. Some of you. Sir. 
Certainly. Okay. If we if we could see your face, it'd be a lot easier. We could right. pick you out of a crowd. If you could actually comment or email us or message us or harass our Facebook or yeah, just share or listen and now don't yeah. sound so needy thing. So <laughs> either way. So what happened in the news? Well, we took this two week. It was uh, so the last time Sabbatical. we recorded was two weeks ago. Now. Uh, the big can, one hell, is it Hell Stinky? Is it uh, you could call a it that Surrender Summit? The Surrender Summit. There's all sorts of. It, it was a, a bad day. No, it was a normal day. Let's just say it's. It was. This is normalized at this point. It feels that way. It seems like every day we're being introduced to another disappointment. Introduced to another, to another character in this reality show, really, is and what, what it is. Today, I mean, just jumping aside, it's like every day you wake up and it's like, what do I have? Gre- what sort of craziness do I have greeting me from Donald Trump's Twitter page? Well, you don't because have fucking Twitter, though. I, but, I, but I watch the news and that's what they... That's the first thing they're like, shit, you see what this asshole said this month? They don't say that, but I do. I did that to you yesterday at work when I woke up at 2 a.m. and saw the Iran tweet all in caps at fucking 2 in the morning that he sent out at 1. That, you know, that sounded if like, you ever threaten us, we'll fucking, you know, blah, blah. Fire and fury. I, 2 o'clock in the fucking morning, I wake up to go to the bathroom. I pop on Twitter, and that's what I see. I'm like... Motherfucker, I'm going to wake up one of these mornings and it's like going to be fucking sirens going off and new plants going to be on fire and I'll already be done. Oh, yeah, well, well that's, that's why you should drive, Chris. You're going to have to really rely on a fan ride to grab you and then save you. Yes, there's a he sound. Can on me. There's a sound. I, can I would I would probably yeah. rather stay here in the nuclear wasteland <laughs> than be with Philip Pelican for the rest of my life. Well, I could give you a ride. I'm not gonna save I mean really there's ass, grass, or gas, and I don't think you have two out of three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two out of three yeah, bad. <laughs> Can it be the other two out of the three? <laughs> All right. right. So yeah, Hell Stinky Surrender Summit. Yeah, basically Trump looked like the uh, the Russian citizen, or he looked. And you know what the amazing thing is, whereupon when the last real president, the Manchurian comrade, Barack Obama, went face to face with him with Putin, he he seemed much more stern, much more resolute, let's say. And when Donald Trump went up, he seemed, for the first time, I'm going to use the word cowering. But he, he's, he's, But here's the thing. And did you see the video of Melania when she met? She she had this look on her face like, oh shit. And it's, it, you could check it out. It's all over the internet. She has this look on her face when she meets him. She's like, oh shit. Like, this is... I'll be honest, at this point, does it not seem that Putin is the single most... He could be the leader of the planet Earth right now, because with our system, it goes every couple years. We have chaos when, when Republicans are in at this point. And, Republic, and on the other side of the world, Russia has known a period of Putin since, my God, it's been him or his... his uh, 
prime minister and they swap places a bunch of times. So there is that sort of, you get to know him. You might not like him, but you know him. And that's the sort of thing that you can see that is, is being set up over here. Hmm. We don't like this guy. We don't agree with what he's doing. We can't do anything because he's in charge of the institutions. And really quickly, with, with how you see he's stacking the, the Supreme Court, he's stacking the judges. And what's come out this last week was a little bit more, because I don't, I don't think they're in the Russian investigation, they're really given the full scope of how far the Russian capabilities were in our, in our electoral system. I think they know just as much. I don't think it was... Could they switch was, votes? I don't think it was that switching is, votes as, as much uh, as it was creating influence. No, I I actually might disagree because there's apparently something with, and, and this is one of the big things I see on the websites these days, saying that there's a move back to a paperless and away from a Wi-Fi voting machine. Yeah, because, obviously. Because they, these every, Wi-Fi, because these Wi-Fi voting machines... Every are, system should be air-gapped that you're putting official information into. Yeah, so... I, I don't necessarily know that they're changing votes. I mean, definitely the influence was there. We, we saw with, you know, Facebook and Cambridge Analytica mm-hmm. and various other sites. Twitter, I mean, Twitter just had the purge last week where, you know, Trump lost, I think, 600,000 followers because they're all fucking Russian bots. But other um, people did too, like Barack Obama. Obama lost some. I mean, everybody has Right. No, I mean, this bots. is a thing. Yeah. And they're there... And they're following both sides because they're treat, you know, tweeting out false information, and they're magnifying. They're trolling. But they're also trolling and silencing one side. There have have been cases where they've seen these machines be altered with. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, I mean, yeah, they are alterable, but I think we're talking about just like we're talking about. Influence, and I think that I, I read a thing recently. It was a uh, it was a counterintelligence guy was talking. I don't know if it was on Washington Post or maybe it was the New York Times, but they interviewed a counterintelligence guy that knew, knew knows how the sort of Russian like assets work, and it was they brought up the hypothetical questions about whether or not. Trump is a Russian asset. And the guy was sort of like... If he's not a well, Russian no, asset, the, the who pr- is? The thing is, he was more Garden like... Page. He was more like... It's... It would seem more like there's people around him that are the assets. Because they know how to sort of stroke Trump's main. No, no I disagree I, I think his ego is too big. If when you and start calling him, you can you can say that, but this is where I think you're wrong, and I'm, it's real easy. A, first off, going to the summit, the surrender summit, he met with him alone. He didn't think to bring Mike Pompeo. He didn't think to bring Jeff Sessions, whoever he wanted to bring. He he just brought some translator, who now the Republicans have blocked the Democrats from interrogating. Why? What? Why would they do that? 
because then they'd find out what these two really talked about. Right. So this is where you start seeing that the Republicans are acting as the shield for Donald Trump and everything that he's doing. But with what's going on right now with, with Donald Trump, it really, like I say, what has he done to hurt Russia? He's trying to play it today like he's been harder on Russia than... And, of course, you that's laughable because, of course, he has done... He's done everything from told... G, he's fucked up G7. So where he was saying, this shouldn't even happen without Russia being... Right, well, what about you, Germany, for taking their gas? Yeah, I mean, that's a top ten... This the tweet today is a top ten all time fucking stupid Hall of Fame Trump tweet when he's done saying that Russia doesn't want him in power because he's been tougher on Russia than any other president and Russia is he doesn't want to see Russia try to undermine the election this year because they're going to try to sway for the Democrats is exactly what he said today. Now wasn't it also true that he prevented sanctions that were implied from the Senate? He stopped, he vetoed those sanctions. He also has done everything he can to create all sorts of turmoil within the oil industry markets from screwing up Iran's access to global markets, which we've talked about a couple other times. And that's why the price of oil has risen from when he was elected, about two twenty-five a gallon, now upwards to almost $4 a gallon in, in the right parts mm-hmm. of the country. So <clears throat> there's clearly an effect that he's done and whose economy is benefited from a high gas price, a price of the price of a barrel of oil, Russia, because they are a producer of natural gas. They're a producer. And they happen to be good friends with this guy. He's done everything he can to help them. And he's blockading right now. He's blocking any sort of, what was it? There was, there was some funds that were supposed to be giving to upgrade and, and strengthen electoral systems. Oh yeah. There's like and it was, millions of dollars that are just, just that sitting, just, just sitting there. He didn't set it up, but, Zero dollars have gone to any... Actually, the Republicans just vetoed or said they weren't going to put any money towards um, infrastructure to secure our elections this year, which is fucking insane because realistically, if they allowed us to happen, they're going to win elections. So that's where they're at. We need to really move back to a paper ballot. But I don't think that... So... I don't you, agree it's, it's that tough, he's it's, necessarily... It's tough to cheat a, a paper ballot. Right. right? Because it, it might be old-fashioned, but damn it, if we're having a problem with these electronic ones, we have an I, enemy I of the state. I still don't think it's the electronic ones. I think it's the influence. I think it's... And I think I don't necessarily think... They haven't said it yet, but they said how far they... And they've also said that apparently some of these systems that are, are actually being operated in some states like Maryland was one of them that I read about have the company that's using this and, and monitoring it is actually in other countries other than the United States. 
And that's one of the problems with how this system's working with whichever company, whichever yeah, we state. Have banks that are from different countries monitoring their money. It's there's a bit of a difference because they don't necessarily. Yeah, there, there's a big difference thing. The the difference being that if you're trying to sway, it's kind of like if your bank didn't like the country you're from, they might not count your money. They just might take it and then apply it to somebody else's account. But what's stopping them from doing that? If there's Chinese banks, what's HSBC? This is where it's backed up. You're, you see, now, this, well, sounds, this, sounds like, this sounds like a real conspiracy theory here. No, it's... From Thane saying, I don't believe in the monetary system. I think everyone gives Russia a little bit more credit to make them look like that looming, scary figure... All right, and so, I think that is sort of a rhetoric is it, is that it gives really, them power. But is it that? Is it that, considering that they've hacked the United States, they hacked the election, they were on TV but you last... you say that so definitively. I do, because last they week they were... the election. Be, they were the United States is too afraid to admit that they were hacked to that level. And that's the difference. They were... To say that casts the doubt on the public that the United States, your vote didn't matter in the last election because it was manipulated because they can't get control of the electoral process. Was it manipulated or was it hacked? Well, that's what the Republicans want. They they don't want people voting because if people don't vote, they win. Okay. So here here's my take on the whole rush thing because I think it lies somewhere in the middle. They have influence. We know they have influence. Mm-hmm. Um. It's been, I think it's pretty much been proven that they hacked us through certain things. Like Hillary's emails were directly hacked by the Russians the same exact day that Trump said, Russia, I hope you can find your emails. Same day, like that's proven. Mm-hmm. We know that happened. A lot of that was through WikiLeaks, and we can get into Julian well, in a little bit. Um, okay, so, but going on from that, you got. Uh, Maria Butina there, the lifetime NRA member who's a Russian national uh-huh. who was indicted and arrested by Mueller last week. Yep. So and that's kind of a big deal. Trump got $30 million from the NRA. We've talked about this a little bit. The NRA has, I forget how many members, but if you take the yearly membership fees for those members, it comes near, near $30 million. So... That money is coming from somewhere, and really, this is the back channel where it's being now, funneled from Russia. And they're be, they are under investigation. It's it, and that has, happens to be the funder. I've got the name. Yes, Dan looks surprised. I wrote this down after looking it up and actually going through the whole Maria Butina. It's Konstantin Nikolov, who happens to be. A, a quite quite a big guy because apparently in Russia, if you are in the oligarchy business slash crime area, they kind of interweave each. You know, it's like you know two hands to the same body. Okay, and so he's clearly the go between between the KGB. Clearly, and him. how so? Why else would you invest $30 million 
considering you have nothing to gain of it personally. In, in some other country's election, it's like saying, okay, you know what? And this is this is pretty far off. So it's like, okay, let's say I don't like Indonesia's asshole there. Let me let me give thirty million to the other guy. It's like that's a big bet. And I know this guy has over apparently a billion dollars. Okay. So I know thirty million is just a you know drop in the bucket. A drop in the bucket, yes. But I mean, so it's a lot of money going to the NRA who supports mostly Republican candidates, donated a ton of money to Trump. So, I mean, those links are there. She's been... There's pictures of her with fucking mm. everyone. She's been cultivating everyone. assets within the Republican and the and the NRA, and that's what she's been doing besides trying to gain influence, trying to use, use the obviously, the NRA as the means to pump money in from Russia to Trump directly to his political, um, probably one of his, one of his packs. So you start see, and, and actually, did you just see that the Republicans made it so that big groups like well, the NRA, yeah. the day, day after she got arrested, they made it. So 501, whatever they are, ease or whatever dark. And it's literally dark money groups. It is, this is what how the subgroup you know is. Your democracy don't is have to report is their being overtaken right to here. the IRS. Oh, funny! The day after she got arrested to protect, essentially, the NRA, it, and it's going to deal with dark money groups on both sides. So really, it is. But the NRA is the one they're looking at, and it's funny because if you follow it on Twitter, and I have a lot of both sides on my Twitter because mm-hmm. I. You know, I try to follow both sides, but I got, like, the Moms Demand, Shannon Watts, who runs that, um, Every Town, but you also have, like, Dana Loach and all that, and they always go back and forth, and it's it's fun to watch. But after that happened, like, Dana Loach was, so oh, we're not being investigated, we're not being investigated, and since it's been just great, and it's, like, all the Parkland kids have been jumping in on it. So mm-hmm. it's... It's been interesting, but it's one of those things where this small... And it's a small fucking organization. The NRA, everybody thinks it's huge. It's fucking tiny. But this is Tiny, but they have so much much money is getting, obviously, tossed into it. If if only from one Russian oligarch alone, he's tossing $30 in. Who knows where all their money is coming from? But what's interesting... This week, we saw a different comedians, one of which was like Ian Michael Smith. The, you know the one I'm talking about from... Uh, Black? Ian Michael Black. And other comedians, not just that, and other people that are linking and going on the air saying there's a link between the NRA, Black. NRA, Russia, and Trump. And then being basically a middleman to just take a percentage out, a launder. They're they're a la- they're acting like a laundering. Yes, right. And this, I mean, this has been a discussion for months. I mean, it's it's come to light a lot of people but recently, but it's been my my point is, different people have started getting attacked by the different online Twitter bots and whatever the fuck else. These much like 
other people get attacked by all of a sudden this mass of like a hundred accounts yeah. swarming a, a shit storm. That's what happened to this, a couple comedians where he was like, you talk about this and out of nowhere this sh- this shit comes at you for nothing on, on stupid shit that you know you joked about 20 years ago mm-hmm. that was what you got paid for it was funny and relevant then and now times have changed the looks have changed and the society is maybe hardened or softened up and the viewpoints are different and he's getting attacked on the... But so, to say that there's not now a link between the NRA, Russia, and the Russian bots attacking in the name of the NRA is something else, too. And that's what I'm saying here, is that there, if you look at it, there's... The NRA is You're kind of... showing me exactly what my point was. It, their influence. They're in... Not... It, yeah, I suppose I, there's... That's, I mean, that's really... Essentially, what it is because, like, Twitter's the big place where you, you Twitter's the big place where you see the bots and the influence, and they're the ones who elevate these platforms. And you people. see it on Facebook too. At most, you see it on Facebook. It's I I would say Twitter's the big place for that. Facebook, it's the firms. It's like Cambridge Analytica and a lot of these things. But you also have you, you do have it on Facebook, the blank accounts or the. The account that's only been open for like twelve hours. Yeah. So yeah, it's so this stuff right here with Maria Butina and Thane and I have both certainly watched many episodes of The Americans. This is I've watched significantly more, but yes, I've watched up to season four. That's but I've liked what I've seen. I'm just waiting on the other ones to uh, get them on DVD or them to go to Netflix. So I hate you, Thane. <laughs> okay, okay. No, he said it's he said it's very good. He said it's very good. But this is this straight many times. This is straight like espionage at its finest. And then on the one side there's collusion that's just that glaring with you her in the in, eyes. In the White House room was fake though. How about the one with her with all of the 2012 candidates for president on the Republican side. I mean, maybe not, that, not I don't know if that one was but the, one in, the one in the Oval Office was fake. It was just another person with red hair. But also to talk about what's been funded through, as it's been linked, different oligarchs in Russia, there was also a failed coup, coup sorry, mm-hmm. in Montenegro, protests in Macedon, and... There's been links to Le Pen in France with money going to her. And now we're finding out there's also been Russian money being linked to the the Brexit movement. So to say that this, this influence that Russia has, they're doing a fantastic job with the money they got, and I'll give them that. But to say that it's... it's this is a form of warfare that they're doing to us by dividing the piss out of us, and they're doing a fantastic job, and there's certainly some that should be held accountable. It doesn't take much, but, I mean, so doubling back to... It doesn't take much, but when you, when you're able to block uh, no, donors, I, that's a big deal. Absolutely. And I guess doubling back to the whole Helsinki fiasco, I mean, 
to see it was just incredible to watch because you had Trump say, you know, doubting, not even doubting, but he was outright, as, as you get. He, he was outright like saying, I don't believe our intelligence, like the 16 agencies who came to the same conclusion, I'm going to believe this That's asshole. That's exactly why I tried to walk it back later in the week. It's like twice. That is, that is the most ins. And then he goes back and he starts attacking the, well, the intelligence agency. Then he walked back to walk back. So it's like to say that this guy does not did not mean what he said. He doesn't believe that because he knows that he's in power only because they did that. Exactly. I mean, yes. So he has to prove uh, just uh, going above and beyond that it w- Russia had nothing to do with him winning. I'm saying. Yes, they did. I think they had more to do with him winning. They've done more to do with dividing America. And there are certain Americans that are okay with that because they might have gotten an extra $20 in their paycheck. And let's be fair. Russia is our 30th biggest trade partner. 30th fucking... Like, think about that. Just That's a lot of countries 30th. before them. That's a, that's a lot of countries before them. So, they have no monetary influence over us. They really have no military influence over us. Everybody's worried about Russia, but the spending that between us and... I don't even know where Russia is. I don't don't know if they're in top five worldwide spending. So, it's not the Cold War, War. It's not what it used to be. Putin's definitely a master manipulator. He was a, you know, KGB, all that. So, and you could tell on stage when Trump was going against his own um, intelligence agencies, Putin was just like, had that fucking grin on his face. And as a spy, you don't see that. It's like one of those, like, holy fuck. Right, it's like Belichick smiling. Yeah, it's like, what is this is this real life right here? This mm-hmm. is like somebody handing Belichick the playbook and being yeah. like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I know what's going to happen next." So, I think we can move on. This, but this is why it's it's amazing that we're trusting this guy to go into a room with Putin alone. He came out saying he there was all sorts of deals formed <clears throat> from everything from Syria to. They want to start doing a joint task for cyber terrorism. Oh yeah, which that give would us be. your passwords. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Daddy. This, this. Can right. you see what's happening here? Hey, can people? we have? Can, can we have access to your uh, high, you know, classified database? Oh yeah, I that's the joint task force, right? I don't remember Obama also, you know, forcing somebody to step down and then them nominating someone within like three days. There's so much transformation that Trump is doing on our federal government. In the end, you know what his aim is. He's going to try to be a king. Well, like Did- I said, he's too big. He's too big for any of his fo- any of his supporters to turn coat at this point. And they are so- fully invested. Yeah, they're just even if it is delusional investment. It's not. It's not even like they're sitting there and it's like they're at the. They're at the uh, 
what's it called? Stockholm They're in the casino. Syndrome. They're in the casino, Stockholm and they've already put a hundred dollars into you know penny slots, and they're like, just no, it's fine. Just keep adding them in. It's just one more. I'll win it all back. We're we're gonna go. No, this is we're right here. This is this is our right. We're still we're only a hundred down. I see where you're going, and it, it would have that appearance. It certainly would. Where they think maybe it's not so bad. Well, and most of them just don't don't pay attention. Like I mean, they don't. It, I watch Phil argue with him at work all the fucking time, and I just kind of walk away because Chris is at the point where he walks away. I'm at the point where at least I'll entertain and I'll listen to them, and oftentimes they're misguided assholes. Right, but but I know where those conversations are going, so I just fucking walk away because it's like you can't have conversation with somebody who just don't want to have a conversation. But in terms of well, no, the, the worst part is not only is there conversation like that one, especially the other day, it was like, so what if the Russians? help Trump win. Look what he's done. He gave us an extra $20 in our paycheck. Right. And that's this is where I was just going. So it, it was probably more of an average like six to eight bucks. That's oh. what the one said. He's like, yeah, I got an extra. So, but... What? Okay. What? My health insurance is going up six bucks a week this past year. So, boom, there goes that tax cut. Inflation is at like a 20-year high. So, net... Um, earnings are down like 1.8% yeah, overall people, people are since money. the yes. tax cuts because of, you know, the price of gas, rents, your, you know, my cell phone bill has gone up the past fucking four months, like a buck every goddamn month. So mm-hmm. you're losing money because this asshole just does whatever he wants. And we talked about... Phil was talking about pork and how it's cheap right now. There's so much meat in cold storage right now because we have nobody to trade with that it's going to go bad. It's going to get sold to Walmart or wherever super cheap. And we're going to be able to buy it cheap, which is cool. Whatever. But you're not helping the economy. Like, this is not how you help the economy. The tariffs aren't helping when you have to give $12 billion to farmers to exist because if you didn't put the tariffs in place, guess what? You have that $12 billion to put towards, you know, pipes and Flint or mm-hmm. the chip program they are taking money from. Fuck, he could build half his goddamn wall if he didn't have to give the farmers $12 billion that they magically shit out their ass today. And it's going to his supporters. Right. It's not going to us. It's, it's going to people who support him. So they will support him in four years, even though they're going to continue to lose money for the next four years. And how far does $12 billion actually go? So they're saying they lost $11 billion, so they get a billion more. So it's a net gain for him overall, but it's, it's a bailout. It's like, and I, was, I think I told you on the way over, it's yeah. like somebody on Twitter made an analogy. It's like a domestic abuser showing up at the door with flowers. Like... Hi, I created this problem, but here's some flowers that make it all better. Right. And so he's created a problem, and he's bailing out at taxpayers' expense the people who he personally fucked the industries over of. Because 
I was having this discussion with other people where talk about you gaslighting. Look, you look at China cut their contracts with buying U.S. pork. Mexico, I mean, it's everything though, soybeans. Yeah, Mexico cut their. They went. Mexico went to Brazil. They're buying Brazilian pork now. So all of a sudden, the United States is flush with pork. And if you look in the market, you're probably going to find some good deals right now. So this is your time to stock up. I had some sausage tonight. Wink, wink. Just I'll make some ribs in this. In this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's there's going to be some ribs in my future because thanks to uh, Trump, there's they're nice and cheap right now because U.S. farmers can't get rid of them. Yeah. But don't worry, he'll bail them out. So everybody wins, but all of us in the end. And it's right. it's interesting. It's happening this early because the last major bailout we saw was with the auto industry. Right, right. Obama bailed the auto. That wasn't industry. because yeah. Obama caused failing policies directly contributing right, the audio, to the auto right. industry was, was just well, it was fucking bloated. Bush in. Wall Street and that whole fucking bubble and the whole lending. We're I mean, in a bubble again. Th- that, we're in a bubble again. And that's exactly what it was. So I used Obama as the example as bailing them out, but he bailed out somebody else's problem. And that's why I said this is interesting to see this this early because he created a problem that he's bailing out his base for. He's not bailing out. If this wasn't his core base of voters, he wouldn't bailing them out. But, I mean, and then meanwhile... If this was Michigan Electronics, he'd say, well, China just does it cheaper, you know? If you guys can do it cheaper, then uh, maybe you can compete better, but... Well, it's, it is a, sort of like, you know, it's all about... He, he acts, you know, it's that whole business perspective that he, quote-unquote, is bringing to the table. But it, it is not... It is not the same thing. He wants everything to be equal. He wants us to pay the same or less than what other countries are are paying. You know, it's like it's it's ridiculous, and it, it not none of the logic is taken into account. Whether or not a country buys ten times the product for or one percent of the product for for ninety percent that we buy from them. You know, it's it's a. But the amazing thing is, is that when they ask Donald Trump supporters, or you know, Republicans, I believe it was, everyone thinks he's created this this amazing economy. Ninety two percent, or it was like ninety four percent of Republicans said they supported Trump. Now that kills me because it's like between everything, if you've seen the prices of shit fly like skyrocket like they have. Well, this has definitely contributed to Trump. You think that you everything's gotten more expensive. I guarantee your wages, the the six dollars you get back from the the tax or the twenty dollars, whatever, whatever. That's what I said. It's that's already been wiped out. You're, 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 you're two percent down it, already. It's, it's gone. Okay. What about gas? Well, it was two twenty five when he was elected, or installed by the the Russians. Now. It's it's what three here. It's like three dollars. It's probably higher in certain places in the country. I thought it was a little more than that. I thought it was like three twenty. Yeah, saving money, you fuckers. Well, somewhat. Who, yeah, but you always get rides. What are you talking about? Well, you gonna you gonna gift thing? You gonna walk here every time? I could run up here. 
Yeah, right. And then someone's gonna wing you, and then the health insurance will kill you. You'll have to end up making meth in your basement, and you know, <laughs> there's there's Breaking Bad all over again just to pay for your medical bills. Then I would make money, and I could hire you away from your abysmal job at twice your salary. <laughs> Doesn't sound so bad, now does it? Yeah, actually, uh, I guess I guess I've had a change of heart in this whole thing. So yeah, I mean, it this it's we're it's a vicious cycle we're in. We're in a fucking bizarre world. It, it does. It feels like to a, a sane person, Mugatu, like you're, you feel like Mugatu with blue steel where it's like it's the same fucking look this guy is a Nazi people he's got policies that go straight to the oligarchs much like Russia and much like Turkey and, and his favorite countries he's, he's got his very fine people the what's, best. The what's best it people. gonna take for the average Joe to see what's going on? Mm. It's not all fake news. There's plenty of average Joes seeing. You know, like it. It is really weird. The sort of uh, I don't know the dichotomy that has come across because now it's like once upon a time, certain personalities might have been liberal, might have been conservative, and now. Because of the way the political views have changed, it's like it's shifted. There's, there's all of a sudden there's, there feels like there's a lot more left, and the right is just this this pit of tragedy. <laughs> like I wouldn't say tragic. I'd say a lot of people who clearly do not feel any sort of they look at what the Democratic Party is throwing up and they want to throw up. So it alright, you guys haven't listened to it yet. Okay. But I've suggested and I know Thane's going to so probably will but the wilderness mm-hmm. podcast is it, it goes into a lot of this. Um, yeah. you know it's John Favreau who was Obama's head speechwriter for eight years, actually more than eight years, because he was with him on the campaign trail and everything. Kind of goes through the history of the Democratic Party, kind of where they're at, where we're going. It's a 15-part series. He's put out five parts. But he gets into a lot of this, and he asked the focus group, you know, what does the Republican Party stand for? Well, or somebody might have brought up the focus group, but, you know, Republican Party stands for, if you broke it down right now, it's tax cuts, the wall and immigration. That's it. it. It's nice. It's neat. It's that. That's what it is. Like it or not, the Democrats. What's what's the platform? Like, there's not a concise, easy platform because you got healthcare for all from some Democrats. You have, I. You just have so many different things. And, and I've sort of shifted. I, I'm not sure if I think a single payer system is the best idea at this point anymore. But that's a that's a perhaps that's considering a we actually a, had this discussion. Yeah, considering you're in a union and the unions champion to you for you to get good health care insurance. We told Kavanaugh's installed life insurance, yeah, health care insurance, insurance. Then you'll want. But no, we actually had this discussion off air. I think after the last episode, so maybe mm-hmm. we'll piggyback 
we'll scoot back to this next episode. Yeah, 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 we can talk. Because I think this is a good conversation that is going to take longer than we probably want to keep on. Right. Yeah, Yeah, we can hit it next. I'll I'll put a note. I'll mark a note. A special note. Yeah. Because I I think we should go that way, but I think there's some caveats to it. Well, it, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's a very complicated situation. But to going back to Donald Trump's approval rating, he's at ninety-two among Republicans, and in some parts of the country, that's quite a bit of the population. In this part of the country, it's really fifty-fifty. We are a toss-up county. But what's interesting is today, Sessions came out. There was a video where he was at some sort of leadership conference in D.C., high school leadership conference in D.C., and they're shouting, lock her up in regards to Hillary. And he jumped in and said, oh, lock her up, and laughed at, laugh uh, about it. But, okay, that's, that's fantastic. That's great. But what has Hillary done, considering now we found out what the Donald Trump the Trump. Well, I mean, what you call? She's not her. relevant anymore. She, well, well that's that's what's crazy to this. Period. It's like, what? That's not what the hell is that going to solve for somebody that does nothing anymore? She's not. She's irrelevant. And, yeah, and when you talk about everyone, it's always like the Clinton Foundations, the emails. Well, first off, Donald Trump and his foundation was, was everything illegal about a foundation, and Donald Trump was using a, what what do you call those, uh, was using a, a satellite phone to communicate with God knows who, and how is that any different from having an email address? And this was un... It's not. He, I mean, like I said, Kushner's use emails that aren't secured. They, they've all used emails but that aren't But not even secure. unsecured. He was using a cell phone other than the cell phone he was giving us had a state. So he had a backup cell phone to talk to whoever he wanted to that his his people didn't even know about. Right. Well, this is the exact point that I that made earlier. He's different. too big for criticism. Right. It's not that he's it too big. No, Nobody is willing. There's not a Republican Party because they're the ones that happen to have somehow gotten in control after destabilizing the Middle East and almost ruining the economy and having a big bubble bop on them between housing and everything else and and banking all at the same time under their leadership for eight years somehow they're in control again they got this monster that won't like they're not willing to reel in at a point it looks like you gotta do you got for you gotta hope that the election's legitimate you gotta vote democrat straight down the line because Damn it! And they, you can't trust. Well, see, that's but, but the they thing. You're feeding into it. You're feeding into the hope it's legitimate. You know, you hope it's legitimate. But they can't rein them in. Like, and that's what Thames getting at. Like, they, well, not without a. But they can't because anybody who criticize, like one person comes out against them, he's like, he's right on top of it. He's clapping back on Twitter. He's here. He's there, and. That just elevates his base, it elevates spots, and it, it just... His base likes it, it the It doesn't let anybody... Like, you can't have five Republicans jumping in, because it, it just can't happen. One does, he shuts it down. 
because he's fucking bully. No, for it's the, tar- it's it's the paradigm to far shoulders. That's what his face is. Considering his ideas are horrible, his leadership is he he's pretty much a toddler in human form. No, his his base is the parrot on Jafar's shoulder, where he's like, ho, 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 I'll get you, Aladdin, and I'll do harmful things to you. And they're like, yeah, right, do it, yeah, good job! <laughs> and as oh, long man. as he can speak... I bet, that, I bet that's really Jeff Sessions. <laughs> but as long as he that's can... That's his whole base. As long as he can speak like them, and just kind of spit them the image that they want to hear, mm-hmm. that's really... Literally, that's all they need and all they care about. It's the perception I, all has to, of strength. All he has to, you know, all he has to say is, he's is something. He's like, "Huh, you want heaven? I brought it here. It's here." Yeah, he's alienated. <laughs> he's alienated the press, the whole fake news. Like you had this discussion last week with when you were having the one discussion with uh, I think it was Scotty on. Oh, who do you get your news from? Fox News is like, oh, who do you get yours from? CNN. You're like, yeah, CNN, who actually does journalism and all this stuff. So, but that's, so, even somebody who's, like, because I want to say he's, like, fucking super far to the right, but he's, he's bought that, so. Right, once you've discredited someone to, uh, to enough people, that's a big, that's a big market. Yeah, like, you get rid of the media, then you can say whatever you want because it's going to be parroted by the one network or the one organization that your people are watching. So, it's... I don't know what the answer is. There's, there is I, no... It's Mueller well, or some sort of... Fox News should probably be banned because it is not fair and balanced, nor is it news. It's a propaganda right. network. Propaganda news network, PNN. And that is why it's been banned from Britain. It's been banned from other countries. Biggest news network in the United States. In so the United it's, States, it's a straight propaganda network to tell you how to think. And although we are, all we are saying is, look up these other sources. There's, there's a lot of other news sources out there between, heck, BBC dot com BBC NPR I mean ABC NBC CBS there's there's only twenty go on Al Jazeera I like that one on you you can go on on worlds on world issues and I would say if you don't look at Fox look at Fox I do it I I said Phil the other day at work I went on Fox was the first thing I went on because I wanted to see what they were talking about it's like are you fucking like I'm like, Phil, j- just go. Go to Fox. It, I think it might have been a day or two after the Rush thing. And it was like, it's just... He looks so strong up there, it's like, it's, it's bananas, but I, I go on there almost every day now because I want to see what they're saying and if they have any impartiality. See, I, don't, I don't even have to watch it to know what they're saying. I don't watch because... it, but at the same time, like, I'll go on just Fox News. Like, I'm not going to watch fucking Tucker or Hannity or any of the guys who have no journalistic integrity. anything. Integrity, degree, Did he even have college like degree, school high school degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker doesn't have a college degree. He fucking dropped out. Hannity may... I, I think Hannity might have worked for CNN at one point. One of them did. But... He, but he could have also cleaned the closets. Regardless, they're they're fucking insane. Hey, but don't hate time, on janitors. 
I'm not, but I'm saying mm. just being a gender. Charlie work matters too. Hey, I'm on here. <laughs> but you also never re- follow the news, and you're, you're the guy that we gotta like toss articles at and tuck this stick against. Mm, it. I know. Like, like you're the backboard. But so I got an argument. You say, you say that. You I say that. I'm keeping this shit together. I think I had a Facebook argument with somebody a few weeks, like probably a month ago. They were talking, said something about CNN, and I was like, "Well, it's pretty much middle of the road." Here's what it is. And she's like, "Well, I like headline news." I'm like, <clears throat> "Headline news it's used CNN. to be called CNN Two. It's owned by the same fucking company. It's produced in the same building." She's like, "Well, I, I no, just like here's it the thing. I'm like, I, I do, I do see, and I'm not saying. I think CNN is in itself the American Hawk Network." Like they have a very militaristic. You will look at them and how they deal with Syria or how it, it's a well, Assad must get removed because that's the best thing for the country, and that's oh, and you know. So th- you read the articles. There, there is a very pro, and I'm not saying it's it's right or left but I, I i would say it's actually like center of the road maybe right it's no it's it's center but so some will say center left some I'm will not, say center right but I, i'm not saying i'm not saying because fox news is so far off to the right that's why it's so insane that it's like that it's even like a considered news and b something like cnn which to me i would describe as in 19 part, i would say it's impartial i would say it's like yeah sure an impartial news network. They call him on shit, and he's like, "It's it's left wing." No, left wing would probably be like Huffington Post. Huff Post is definitely more left, like <clears throat> Blue State or Blue, whatever the fuck it's called. Like yeah, right. Like yeah, there's there's certainly much farther left, quote unquote, news agencies, but CNN really. And, and this is to say that occasionally you might have a rogue reporter do shit ass reporting, and but it's but it's right in the middle. It's right in the middle. They have and they literally have conservative climate deniers post articles and go on. They have so they ha- they show both sides of it, and that's kind of what you want to see when you go through the site or you watch it. But they literally have both sides, but for the most part, they try to be fair and balanced. They, they try to be what Fox claims to be, like center, middle of the road, this is what you're getting. Well, you're giving We're not news, give you you're not giving opinion. And you're not getting anything in depth. Like, and to say that you, so, you're even going to try to claim being fair and balanced and have a, sh- a network with Sean Hannity and Carl Tuckerson, it's like, do they sound fair and balanced? They sound of course they do. So the bought the fuck off, is what they sound. Yeah, so it's They've been handed some money, and who, what was it? Wasn't wasn't Cohen being used as the problem solver by Hannity too? So clearly, these guys are they're dirty too. Cohen's so, going to be a problem. And Cohen apparently this week came out and he had more tapes of recording in New York. Well, he doesn't have the tapes anymore. To FBI the, yeah. Them. He made them, yes. But in New York, it's legal to record if one side, and I, whether I agree with this or not, 
but if one side agrees to the recording, it's it's legal. See, I think I don't think that's true. I think it's illegal to record somebody without their consent in New York, but he might not have been in New York. I'm. I think in New York. So, regardless, well, this is where, as a lawyer, though, it's it seems very bad procedure to tape your recordings. And, I'm, and I'm, sure, say that I'm pretty sure it's probably common practice. It's probably common lawyer. practice, so you don't have some fucking wacko like. But on the other side, on this too, because it is obstruction of justice if it's re- revealed to you that, like, you know, isn't it? Isn't that a thing where, like, if a crime is revealed to have happened to be true, it's obstruction if you don't report it or something like that? Is that in Breaking Bad? Then. I'm just kidding. Um, I I would imagine this is a gray area for an attorney considering OJ almost, you know, OJ got off. Let's be honest. So here's the thing with Cullen, though. It's. He knew. He knew. Those tapes that the FBI took were privileged. The FBI didn't have access to those tapes. They were released because Trump and his people wanted them released. It came out after fact this week of that re- that particular recording that because there's su- stuff that the judge said you guys can look at. There's stuff that's privileged by client, um, whatever. That was attorney client privilege. That was one of them, and I. It may have been Giuliani. I said, "Well, why don't we release this because it's going to make you look deep. like it's going to make it look like that the FBI." is trying to undermine you. Uh-huh. And then it came out that this was one of the privileged things, which makes them look fucking shitty because you release something that makes you look like shit. I'm trying to move. So, and that's something that hasn't been talked about a whole lot. Tomato, tomato, but you can't, you know, say, you, you can't release something to make yourself look good and then be like, oh, well, we look bad because... The FBI is making us look bad. Well, no, motherfucker. You made yourself look bad because they didn't even know what was going on. Right. Uh, so what's going on with Julian Assange? The you, the Ecuadorian? Yeah, he's not going to be, have a, uh, he doesn't have. I think they have a new president or prime minister or whatever they have. And they're after gonna, his connections with he's Russia, not it sounds that he's no longer getting protection. He's they're going to give him to the UK. They're going to hand him over to the UK where he can be prosecuted. Oh, my. Which, th- this is a great I'm. Are you for it or are you against it? I think it's sort of coming out that he isn't the whistleblower everyone thought he was. So, I yeah, agree. I don't know. He's, he's, okay, I'll, I'll hear your, your side. I'm saying he, he's looking like someone who is manipulating in the... For the Russians, just like these bots. Same type of thing. Revealing privileged information that is supposed to shift the public's opinion. He serves as a platform for stolen information to be delivered. Okay. And now, like, he's got all these connections to Russia, correct? And that's where he got them, was these connections to Russia. All right. Gucifer. Right. So now we're, we're seeing, 
and especially with the election and all that stuff, and when all this stuff came out. Hillary's emails were yeah. released through WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks through Russia. So it, it's a gray area because it's a whole First Amendment thing if anything comes to the U.S. It, you know, do journalists have protection if you consider him a journalist and what he did as protected under free speech in the First Amendment. But at the same time, we wouldn't be in this fucking situation if he didn't release those goddamn emails and it like it's it's very much helps way to me the election. Shows, I mean it just shows it's the writings on the wall. It's just it's has Russian influence all over it. It's not just a whistleblower revealing the deep may, secrets of your government. He may have started out as a whistleblower, but right. then he monetized himself and mm-hmm. what he had and here we are with And then all of a sudden he's and his big thing was he did him and Hillary Clinton somehow didn't see eye to eye. And that was one of his reasons for really going hard for Donald Trump. Oh. Because apparently she, as Secretary of State, had authorized him to be taken out, I believe. And Is that true, or is uh, that... A good old Clinton fucking hit list conspiracy. Well, to say that Obama wasn't drone warfaring the fuck out of a goodly part of the world would be to deny how we kept the, the service count so low during his like his turn. Okay. And we've talked about that, but Julian was in allied spots where you're not going to fucking Jerome anything. He's been in embassies for fucking 12, 10, 12 years. I but mean, to say was, that, to say that it couldn't happen, not to say, not to say with a drone. I'd say if we wanted him dead, he'd be dead. I don't know. That's you have him in a friendly place why, where I think that's why he's him. found his way to different embassies because he's certainly. I think because he's pissed people off and people have threatened him over multiple times and then they just fucking bounce from place to place. Well, I mean, once you're high enough profile, it's like you can't do it. You know, it just it's, looks stupid, you know? I think there's a First Amendment free speech aspect to it, but at the same time, fuck you. Like, you're the reason we're here. Part yeah, of the well, I mean, it's... it's, uh, it's yeah. I mean, there was... Like I said, it looks like it looks like Russian influence to me. It looks like the you know it's right there for everyone to see. It it created it created influence across the country because this became such such a staple, a ridiculous staple in the election. I mean, the Democrats already lost it. Who fucking cares about the emails? The Democrats totally fucked themselves over in the DNC, anyways. By manipulating that themselves. So, like... And then not trying to bring Bernie onto the ticket. Right. That, I mean, that that in itself... I don't that think... That should have been the I, big... I think the, the Hillary emails may be a small, maybe, talking point. But it's... I mean, the Democratic Party, like Chris was saying earlier, is so fractured and fragmented and... Nancy, Nobody knows Nancy what's Pelosi coming or going. Really, there's an article today saying that she fears there is a rebellion among the newcomers 
that she can't control, like the one she just championed so heavily against in our county, Balter, who she threw mm-hmm. Juanita Perez in. There's, there's a lot of Democrats or people running under the Democratic line saying, Nancy Pelosi, your time has got to go. You're, She's you're, a fucking shill. <laughs> she is a loser of of a head as as for whatever she does i gotta say i'm sure she's she's found a way to get there many years but probably a lot of that's probably through just being a don't follow money well you you that's correct yes it was it was money i gotta believe because she's played ball and she's the corporate face of, of the democratic party and she was up to her elbows in the last presidential election bullshit. Debbie Weisserman Schultz, another one. There are certain people that should just leave politics as they've done enough. Well, I mean, and I think that's really what the sort of what the Democrats have an issue with. Like, there's a large base that are tired of the funded. You know, like the Wall Street's Democrats. There is, but I think it, we've had this discussion. I, I agree, I think but, that, I, but I, think, I disagree because I think there's a place for like the Connor Land and Doug Jones in the world who are middle-of-the-road, more moderate Democrats, but they fucking have to be because of where they are. And then you have your Alexandra... Ocasio, whatever. Mm-hmm. The super progressive wing, you have to have, you, you can't have one or the other. You can't. But because yeah, we're, that's why the party's so fractured. Because Agreed. But uh, but I think you, you look at Doug Jones especially, like the party rallied behind him, Second Amendment, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to say he's pro-life, Democrat. Party rallied around him mm-hmm. to get him elected. Happened. Connor Lamb, same thing. Got him elected because you can't keep losing seats. Sure. Democrats have lost over a thousand seats since Obama's first election. They've lost between state legislature, the governors. I mean, just governors. So you can't keep losing. And like, you can pull yourself. What's the constant? But you- Nancy Pelosi. And right now, do you hear her getting out there like Mitch McConnell or Paul Ryan or who those Eric Canner or any of the other big names that you know from they were out there being vocal. Where is she? I haven't heard a resistance to any of the uh, she's not out there yeah. on TV. She's not out there. Schumer seems to be the Schumer seems to be the only one putting up the the decent fight here. But even that, it's like he knows it's an election year, right? There's a lot of pissed off voters. I think there just needs to be more of the middle ground. Like you can't. It it's tough, and we'll, we can talk about this next week with the whole health insurance thing because I think. I'm definitely more progressive on that than Thane's going to be, but I think I'm somewhere in the middle on it, the whole. It's the whole package. So 
I think we can probably mm-hmm. talk about this a little more. Yeah. But they'll down. give you a week to listen to that podcast, too, because I think that's an interesting one to listen to, too. Just good conversation. Good conversation. And he goes in-depth. I mean, he talks to just pollster. He talks to everybody, like moderates, progressives, and just kind of try, tries to get the pulse of what You see, now Chris says that, about. and I talk to... I talk to people on the other side all the time, and yeah, it's not the other side though. I mean, the the other side is pretty concise. They they know I where to say that. Where I would say, like Howard and Scott, those two I was talking to, they're straight. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. Whoever's on the Republican side, I'll vote for them. Okay, they're unreachable. Right, but if you had a Republican that said, eh, I think the Second Amendment could have some alterations, they're not voting for them. Or, yeah, I think we should have open borders, not voting for them. I'm against the wall, not voting for them. I don't think we should have tax cuts. I I can guarantee you, because those are the fucking issues that... But at the same time, you get, like, like my one coworker says, if the Democrats could just go an election without being the champion of gun rights... Or, you know, not gun rights, but gun reform. And that's... Yeah, and he's wrong. And I I know he's... That's where I just... You know, I disagree with him. But also, I've talked to a couple other people, like the Dunsmores in here, in this county, where they're straight, like... They're the gun right people. They vote. That's... The Republicans get the single-issue voters. Right, but they're also... That's why I'm saying their message is short, concise, and this is what you're voting for. Democrats, it's... Wait, eh, I'm, getting, I'm getting a transgender I, I like, I like three bathroom of, bill. I like three of the four things you stand for. That fourth one... Oh, man. You're that, against guns. Okay, I'm going to vote for a Republican. Who, it, that's really, one out of the four that, things. That that's, applies to a fraction of a fraction of... The entire population. Well, the Democratic Party is a snake eating its own tail. And that's what we're saying. is that do something about it before we're living in, in a monarchy and I have to wait until Donald Jr. takes the throne before it goes to maybe Eric and then maybe... It probably... It probably truthfully go to Ivanka. Well, it didn't go to Don Jr.'s son. It'd go to Ivanka. It would probably go Ivanka, Don Jr., skip right over Eric, because he's dumb as a motherfucker, and go to, I mean... Baron. Yeah. Baron, you're 17? We're going to change that rule. You can be president, because we don't want this fucking dumb, dumb running. No, at this point, I'm, I'm willing to take Harry from the uh, English system. He's not going to be. He's so far away at this point. He's, he's the throwaway hair. <laughs> Let's let's let, let's take that heir to the throne. We'll, we'll make him some sort of president for four years until we sort this mess out. Well, it's a nice place to live in. Uh, sounds like a good fiction to write. Speaking of fiction, well, you let's, know, let's get at it. Let's get let's drop. You, you said fiction. Yeah. Speaking Tell of me fiction, of fiction. Uh, Comic Cons this week. Um, what are you dressing up as? No, it was. I said was. Like the oh. real one in San Diego? Yeah. Um, 
So there's a you guys watch any of the new trailers? Shazam, Aquaman. I didn't. I did Glass. hear. I did hear Johnny Depp and his ex-wife were on the same panel. Oh, I, what for? What movie? She's an Aquaman. Oh, and he just showed up because he's Johnny Depp. He's oh, Fantastic Beast. Oh, okay. okay. But there was a little outrage because the whole domestic violence thing probably shouldn't have shown up and then on the same stage. Yeah. Well, but whatever. It's, I think the Aquaman... They work in the same field. Like, it's like they're going to... Yeah, but he wasn't, she was scheduled to be one. All right. Okay, well. I thought the Aquaman tr- uh, poster looked horrible. I don't know. I mean, Maybe it looks it like an Aquaman poster. I didn't watch the trailer yet because I'm not really... DC... I say that. I watched the Shazam trailer. And that looks funny. It looks yeah. He's he's good. I like it. It looks really humorous, and because it's literally a ten-year-old kid, I think it's it's basically superhero version of Big. That's what it is. is Is That's almost identical because he's he goes to a wizard and he gets superpowers and he has a a big person's body with superpowers. Sign me up. I'm <laughs> like, for that. It's superhero big. It's Zach pretty... Levy's, Z- Levi's great. Yeah, he was great in Chuck. From Chuck, yeah. yeah. Yep. But it looks it looks funny, you know, like it looks like a good sort of family movie if you're into that sort of thing. You know. Cheeky, cheesy humor. You know, there's there's not there's probably not gonna be much substance behind it. But I mean Ant Man was good. In the same way that Ant Man was. I would say yeah, the same way. I liked Ant Man. But, uh, so there's that. I watched the trailer for Glass, which looks great, because I haven't seen Split yet. It, uh, Split oh, is... Split was good. Split is the other, um, what's the director's name? M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan about his other, you know, where, where, um, Unbreakable was about the superhero, uh, Bruce Willis that couldn't be broken, you know? Split was about a guy with multiple personalities, and one of them was the Beast, sort of a superhuman personality. Yeah, but it was the whole getting to that point. Well, right, right. But that's that's where it led to. And Glass is the coming together of of uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character from Unbreakable, sort of leaning into uh, the Beast as being his sort of minion and wreaking havoc. And uh, it looks good. It looks real good. I wonder, I'm, I'm not sure. I am a little bit skeptical, like, because Shyamalan's been so good at twists, like, what sort of twist could they make at this point? Like, it seems pretty straightforward. That's what me. he's famous for, though, is twists. Yeah, so, like, what... But he also can't put out... Two or, three good, two or three good movies in a row. No, right. he puts out good... And he's put out some good endings, but he can't fucking string... I think it's string, great ending, yeah. He can't string great good ending. movies together. Yeah. Great ending. He's had some great Aliens endings. come down from space and can't figure out how to open doorknobs. All right. Big plot twist. They can't figure out how to open doorknobs, but they got spaceships. Well, well they probably don't have doorknobs on a spaceship. That's true. They probably just now. This is why the, the plot hole is hitting you guys. Sure, in head. You guys fell into it. It's and hit your head you on know, the stupid. Like bottom. if you re- if you like that movie enough, you sort or of about, throw away. Or some how about of the, the happening? 
I mean, the happening was not good. It did. How did it end? All right, listen. The premise was all right. The premise for the happening was fine. The movie itself The trailer, it was great. The actual movie, and then the the ending, you're like, oh, my God. The village. What happened in the village? You're just like, the, the village at the end, you're just like... That was a good twist. That it's in real, it's in regular times. I must have fallen asleep on that one. Yeah, the very end is is there. That one, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, they're in they're in contemporary America, and they thought that they're in this, like they thought all the creatures were. That's what I'm saying though. He, like Six Sense was great, and then I think he followed up with the Village. Uh, no, it was Unbreakable. Was after Six Sense. Okay. And then, it, and then the village. It was the village. Which no, it was it, signs it, after that. Okay, which signs, wasn't great. Signs was fine. It was okay, but that's what I'm saying. He, he can't. What, sh- what was the big thing on that one? They couldn't handle what was it? Water. Yeah. They come to a planet covered. They can't handle water. Right. Oh, that was one with the aliens with the doorknobs. Yeah. So right. I mean, it was a slow. It was a slow. You, you know, got doorknobs and water everywhere. Like, Why are you coming here? Yeah. Everybody's got at least three doorknobs. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was a slow decline. He sort of built himself back up, yeah. you know, with Split being good. and maybe split, hopefully, I love Split. Hopefully I, I did like fine. Split. I, I I thought that was certainly... And maybe thought. he's finally realizing... Some people don't like McAvoy. And maybe he's realizing that he needs to stop trying to do these grandiose, you know, twisted sort of premises and just stick with character building because that's why Sixth Sense was so good you know you sort of sat there with the characters and you realized like they're you know who they were through it and the twist at the end you know paid off because you've invested so much in these characters because I mean Sixth Sense there's not much of a story you know you're literally just sort of learning about you know going on a journey with these two characters well, I think it's with a child psychiatrist who thinks kids are nuts. Meanwhile, this kid is seeing stuff that's, you know, un- unaccountable. Right. And he can't see it himself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course, I, spoiler alert, he's dead and the kid... The movie's from, like, 20 years ago, so... I know, <laughs> I know, that's a... I so, think it literally 1998. That's when I came. That is so. It would be. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Great. But so yeah, I, I'll go see that. I mean, other than that, not not many big surprises. I think Marvel put out their schedule. They have like another ten movies through 2024 or, or something like that. They just gave dates. They didn't give any. They still haven't even given the title for the next Avengers. So they're holding off because I guess everyone thinks it's going to be Avenge Us. Everyone thinks that's going to be the title. <laughs> that would be a good one. It is. There's a, there's quite a few like fan art that look great. That, that it's a, exactly that. And I'm like, that's a good play on it, you know, because it's pretty. pretty I've close. enjoyed I've enjoyed the Marvel line so far. I got to type much more than the DC. DC, you failed. Um, what else here? Oh, Chris, you've been watching Who is America? I've only watched one clip off of that. Who is America? Fantastic. Sasha Baron Cohen, mm. just trolling Republicans, essentially. I mean, he's trying to get 
Bernie and some other Democrats, and they're smart enough not to take the bait. The Republicans just are... It's dummies. Yeah. 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 Dummies. Yeah. It's amazing that somehow these guys are elected time. It's it's like, this is why uh, maybe we got to get fluoride out of the water. And if if they were Democrats... I think didn't they prove that fluoride in the water is good recently? Yeah, yeah they did. Because a lot of kids' teeth were rotting out of their mouth? Yeah. They're rotting out of their mouth because they live in poor states that have access to nothing but cheap, sugary food. But mm. that's also kind of a proven fact also. So, uh, Chris, you've been watching Sharp Objects. That's Sharp pretty Objects, good. pretty good. I didn't watch this past week's episode, but it's, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. It's like, Is it building well? Is it going someplace? Yes. What would you compare that show to? If there was another show you could sort of say it's like, it's a mystery, right? It is. It's, it's a typical HBO short series like okay you know the night of i've been here yeah which was great um but it's night of is so depressing but it's so good yeah i mean yeah night of was good i've heard big little lies is good i haven't watched that i I heard it was great though like really really good for not for not being i think it's got nicole kidman um Reese Witherspoon and another like famous female actress in it, and it's I guess I've heard it's excellent. They're bringing it back for a second season on it, though I'm pretty sure the first season totally wrapped up the book that it's on. Like you can't really do go do anything, but they brought it back for another season anyways. So I mean, you can do anything. I mean, well, you're right, right, but they they said that it was wrapped up yeah. so concise. That they, a lot of fans are like, why is it even coming back? It doesn't even make sense. Can't they just bring back Firefly? Jesus. That's not happening. Well, actually, that does remind me, though, uh, the main actor from Firefly did a, did a short film on Uncharted, playing as the Uncharted character recently. Uh, what's his name? But yeah, apparently it's really good. They did, it was like a labor of love. Sony wasn't involved or anything, but they did an Uncharted short film. It's on YouTube. And, uh, oh, I did want to talk about the whole James Gunn firing thing. It sort of goes, we go a little bit back into the political, more social issue thing. And uh, he got fired for some tweets he made 10 years ago. So he's no longer a part of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, even though he submitted the first draft of the screenplay recently. And uh, some, you know, pretty racy, nasty, like, there were jokes, but it was about little boys. It was like molestation jokes. It was just not good. It was just, it was stupid. But regardless, he got kicked off because someone who didn't like him on Twitter went through his whole history and decided to out these 10 year old tweets that would turn things into a uh, a controversy of I some sort. <laughs> so, yeah, that turned into a thing, and a lot of people are coming to his defense because who doesn't at this point? And uh, left of the one spreader part? No, 
Go ahead. And so then it, it it sort of reminds me of how things were when it come came to the Roseanne Bar. You know, this is the world we live in. People are getting fired for how they conduct themselves on the internet, and there's really no. Uh, I mean, there's no solution for it. Right. We've brought it on ourselves. And I think, I mean, the distinction between the two is Roseanne did it currently. Uh-huh. Knowing what this political climate looks like and his is from the past. However, we look at, I think you look at, like, Trump and his old tweets and his actions and his past in... The same people who are like, oh man, second chances are same people who will go back on conservatives and, and do the same same stuff. So, right, it ha- like there's some things you can say in your past that are forgivable. Right, there's some things that aren't. And when it comes to little kids and molestation, I don't care in one context. Not good, especially on, like if you get to a certain point. You gotta know to scrub your Twitter. All right. And he's not the only one. The hater kid from when we talked about Sincar from the Brewers in yeah. the All Star game last week. He's pitching in the seventh inning or eighth inning, gives up a three run home run at the same time. Somebody digs up his old, I mean, racist tweets, dropping in bomb, talking about you know, like gay people and like real negative terms and just like live Hate stuff, live in game, like. Players in the dugout had their phones this year and were catching those tweets live. His family had to turn their jerseys inside out in the stands because it was happening live. So he goes back to Milwaukee this week and gets a standing ovation from the Midwestern crowd. Yet Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job for kneeling for racial injustice. So it's one of those things, like, in some cases, I guess. Right, we're there. We're right there. Like, Everyone's doing it on both sides. Just admit that you might not be... If, if your side justifies doing that, you might not be the best Christian in the world, considering... Well, or or Democrat in the world. Well, and that's the whole thing with hate, like, w- with the gun thing. Like, yeah. when we were talking about it at work, I think it was Ben Shapiro and, like, Turnovitz or whatever. Okay. That kind of dug those up. They have some horrible fucking takes and tweets in the past, and they're going to get away with it. But just because they do and they bring it up doesn't necessarily make it okay. So when we were talking about it at work, I'm like, I'm okay with the firing because it's the same thing as like the fucking hater kid. It's like you should get dragged for certain things. Like, yeah, I don't care if you're. You can't use the young excuse when you get into outright racist and homophobic stuff. You, you just can't get into, I made a stupid joke. Well, no, it, that's not a joke at that point. Mm-hmm. The same thing with like, and some again, of the stuff. it happened to, uh, who was it? The guy from uh, Rick oh, and yeah. Morty. Yeah. He quit Twitter because of a an old sketch. Like, and if you've ever watched Rick and Morty, I've only watched a few episodes. Like, that's some Hard comedy. I was going to say, I haven't watched it, but I think 
there's I mean, some, there, there's no surprise. That is some hard, hard comedy in there. Like it is, it gets, it gets right down and dirty, and it, he's not afraid to make statements. So like when I hear he gets, he leaves Twitter because of a, a sketch. It's like, it's like this guy is a comedian. He I is. Think, I think the show's comedian. done too. I don't think it is. I, I think today, really. I think late later today they announced. I could be wrong. Then. I thought it was seventy episodes just got purchased. Wow. But at the same time, Rick and Morty had, like, McDonald's had, like, the Szechuan sauce, because I know they had the whole fucking thing when they ran out. Mm -hmm. So it's funny, because they don't get fucking dragged for having comedians tied. Like, and that's kind of the whole thing with it, too. Like, if you align yourself with these people, you should probably kind of get dragged into it a little bit as a company. that I also think at some point you have to you have to back up the talent. You have to have confidence in their in their at least their character. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, you know I want yeah. to take you think I'm gonna sue McDonald's because I think that such and such representative of theirs is unfunny. It's like or offensive or something like that. Right. I don't yeah, I don't like the the new take on KFC because that because the they get like well, who is it? Uh, one of they've had a bunch of comedians play the colonel now, and it's like that guy played the colonel, and he had some really terrible jokes. Exactly, Norm Macdonald. Yeah, yeah, Norm Macdonald. He had some horrible jokes back then, but well, it doesn't matter anyways because it's it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Chick Fil A has owners who are just straight up homophobic, yeah. and let it be known, and their business is still thriving. Yeah. So. Well, it's silly. We're we're at a. Well, these guys are also comedians, and they're not people that we have voted into. I don't know powers of legislation. Yeah. So, if it's not going to apply to the pussy grabber, why should it apply to the the comedian selling KFC? They're not, but I think a lot of these people take political stands, and it's well, tough. no, it's, I they're willing to change coats at when at their inconvenience or at their convenience too. It's like with Al Franken. I think the the outrage is very selective. They got real pissed at him, but Jesus, you look at Trump, crickets. Yeah, crickets. It's fine. He's saved. He repented. He learned his lessons. Yeah. Until he came at that one married lady like a bitch. <laughs> well, I think that's probably a good place to end it. Uh, I'm Thane Goldberg. I've been here with Phil Pelkey and Chris Erickson. Again, this is Counterculture Podcast, episode 13. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dudes Brews News. We're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash counterculturepod. And you can subscribe to us or have your friends subscribe to us on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. And feel free to email us, counterculturepod at gmail.com. I think that's about it. Any last words from the gentlemen? I think we've said that. All right. All right. Thank you again. Bye. Ta-ta.